What's going on, guys, and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Let's Talk Fast podcast. I'm your host, Adam Martin, more commonly known as the No Breakfast Guy, and I hope you're doing what you love with the people that you love, and let's just jump straight into it. Well, we are back for another podcast, and you are back listening to me on my own, talking to you about a topic today, which is a question that gets asked quite frequently, and so it's why I wanted to talk about it today. Um, and uh, I hope that you walk away from this podcast with some clearer vision once again or clearer thoughts on the whole process about building muscle, and as the title has said, can you build muscle and lose body fat at the same time? Now, it's a common thought that you must be in a calorie surplus to gain muscle, you must be in a calorie deficit to lose body fat, and so you would think that if you're trying to do the same thing, at this, like both of those at the exact same time, that this would be an impossibility based on the fact that they are two very different um, outcomes. But I'm here to tell you that one, and this is probably going to be a pretty short podcast for you today, so I won't be uh, holding you up for too long, but I'm going to get you, as I said, just to understand a couple of principles that I hope you walk away uh, with that helps you set up a plan that's going to be better for you and just kind of get your head around the fact of how to make this happen for you. And so number one thing I want you to kind of understand is that yes, First and foremost, you can do both at the same time. And there's a few, I guess, populations that that happens a lot easier for. Um, And for some other populations, it's a much more difficult process. And so just to get you a wrap around your head is that for very beginner uh, lifters, so if you're getting into the gym for the first time or any kind of strength training for the first time and you're very new to the gym, you're going to be very primed to lay some muscle down to get stronger. And if you're quite overweight and quite unfit and it's you know a very new beginning in everything for you, you will lose body fat, you will gain muscle, you will gain strength in a calorie deficit. So first off the bat, if you you know to kind of clear the to clear the grounds, yes, you can make this happen. Now as you become more experienced with regards to your weight training and in the gym, the ability to build muscle becomes much more difficult. And this is very easy to see when we're looking at, you know, the elite bodybuilders or, you know, physique competitors. And let's get rid of the fact that most of the physique uh, world and body um, building world are on drugs. Let's get rid of that fact. But if you look at anyone who is natural, and isn't taking drugs, they're not making huge increases in their um, body physique, body muscle, and their overall physique is not changing dramatically month to month, year to year. It's a very, very, very slow progress of laying down lean muscle and becoming stronger, becoming bigger, and being able to lay that um, muscle down or build um, muscle over the duration. And so I just want you to understand that building muscle, no matter which way you're going about it, is a very slow process. And it's become slower the longer you're uh, doing doing it or trying to attain um, uh, you know, the, the building of lean muscle. And so in the beginning phases, you can see mass increases in your strength, mass increases, and I say mass increases, in relative in relative terms, but mass increases in laying some lean muscle down. But just understand that in general, building lean muscle is a very slow process. And so, yes, I've cleared the air and said that as a beginner, you can 
build lean muscle and lose body fat at the exact same time. And you can do that if you're in a, you know, a relatively low, um, I should say a relatively small deficit. Now, I normally set for my clients a deficit that's around about the 15 to 20% um, below their you know, basal metabolic rate or their kind of maintenance um, set um, calories. So when I go about working out someone's calories and where they are to maintain, I subtract usually around 15 to 20% to put them in a, a, relative, a relatively conservative uh, calorie deficit. There's a lot of calculators out there and there's a lot of coaches that go far bigger deficits in this, you know, at 30% and above. Now, yes, you will see quicker results in the beginning phases, but I think it becomes far too unsustainable to maintain that kind of deficit for the majority of the public. And so I don't think it's needed to go to there. But the other flip side to that and why I go a, a smaller deficit is because I think one of the prime goals when you are looking to lose body fat should be to maintain as much lean muscle mass as you possibly can. Now, our body is built to try and maintain lean muscle. It would be completely counterproductive for your body to just waste away lean muscle. So if you can think again, we go back to prehistoric days where food wasn't as, wasn't as readily available as it is today. They wouldn't have had you know protein. They wouldn't have had nutritional plans and personal trainers and things like that thousands of years ago. They would have just been eating when they could, moving when they needed to, and obviously hunting and gathering and all those things that would have been back in those days. So it would be completely counterproductive that our body would say, cool, well, we don't have food at the moment. So here's some lean muscle mass that's part of our body. Let's absorb that and use that as fuel. It wouldn't make any sense because then you would lose strength. You'd lose your ability to move. And obviously then your ability to hunt and gather and forage and all those things to keep you fed and your tribe fed and your family fed would then become far more difficult. And so our body is primed to, yes, store body fat because it's very good at storing body fat for those times when we're having extended famines in times when that used to be the case. Obviously, now that's not the case for the majority of the developed world. And so our body is primed to hold on to fat and it's primed to use energy from readily available sources like the carbohydrates um, that we have free roaming in the body in the form of stored glycogen and muscle glycogen and things like that roaming the body. Now, when that store is depleted, and we've talked about this before, the body is going to deplete that stored muscle stored muscle glycogen within, again, depending on how active you are, but within around about 24 to 48 hours, again, depending on how active you are. So let's just say though, you've gone two days without food, you're a hunter-gatherer, you've got now no roaming glycogen within your body, what's the body going to go for? It's now going to go for the fat. It's not going to start wasting away your lean muscle mass and making you less capable to actually catch your next feed or forage or get berries off the trees or whatever you might be hunting. It's going to be very good at then taking stored body fat, which is in ample supply in our bodies, even in a very lean um, purse, is, in, is in still in ample supply to provide us fuel to get us moving and keep us going. It's not going to go after fat, uh, uh, lean muscle. And so the reason why I lead with all of that is that if you're in a relatively small calorie deficit, you're hitting your protein target, which I normally set at around about 1.5 grams per kilogram of body weight. You can go up to two to two and a half grams per kilogram of body fat. 
and I definitely wouldn't be going below one gram per kilogram of um, of body fat. Did I say of lean um, of muscle, not muscle mass? Ugh. This is a one take show, so I'm not going to edit that out. Let's start that again. I say a 1.5 gram per kilogram of body weight is where I set as a good target to kind of get people in the mid range of where you wanted to be. The upper echelon would be around about the two to two and a half grams per kilogram of body weight. You definitely would never go below, or you should be aiming to not go below one gram per kilogram of body weight. The problem is I see far too many people are not putting in enough protein, and this is where you can get into trouble, in that if you're not getting enough protein in, your body doesn't have the ability to maintain, to build lean muscle mass. And that's and the equation of kind of the body building lean muscle mass and losing muscle mass is then where you then find yourself. Are, are you gaining, are you maintaining, or are you le- losing your muscle mass? So we're always, even if you're having a very low protein diet, you're always still building muscle, but you're probably degrading it at a higher rate than you are building it. And so you will see a loss in lean muscle. If you can have enough protein in your um, diet, as I said, those numbers, 1.5 is where you should be at, 2.2 to 2.5 is be, uh, would be even better, but never below one. And you're accompanied with some form of strength training. Now, obviously, trying to progressively overload over time is where you want to be going for and aiming for, but even some simple sit-to-stands, lunges, some step-ups, some push-ups, some simple home exercises that force you or require you to use your muscles, ask them to do some sort of load that is greater than what they're required just on an everyday basis to lift your arm and brush your teeth or walk to the shops. If you're asking it to do more than it normally does and you're providing it the building blocks to build lean muscle, which is enough protein, then your body can maintain lean muscle mass quite easily and a kind of anecdotal kind of evidence to that is my story from last year in that COVID shut down all gyms for basically the entire year in Melbourne. I hated home workouts. I didn't, I just couldn't get into them. So I basically turned my life to running. I did a lot of running last year. Now, yes, my body is not in as good of shape as it was prior to the year of COVID, but I certainly haven't just wasted away and have no lean muscle mass on me whatsoever and have completely lost my body shape and form and strength. Now, this year, I've gotten back into the gym and my strength has come back quite well. I'm starting to build lean muscle mass and I'm definitely on the way forward. But last year, I almost did zero strength training. Did a lot of running, but almost zero strength training for the entire year. But what I focused on was I really focused on having enough protein in my diet, keeping active and keeping moving, and my body maintained, and I say loosely maintained, because I certainly lost some lean muscle mass, I won't lie there, but a very, very small amount. And that's from an entire year of no gym training. So if you're doing something, you know, something very small, some sort of daily attendance to, as I said, some squats, some lunges, some push-ups, some things like that that's going to ask your muscles to actually do some work, and you're providing enough lean muscle, you are going to maintain that lean muscle there. Now, I say all of this because you're probably asking the question, is okay, Adam, you started off this podcast by saying that you know the very beginners that are listening to this can 
put on lean muscle and lose fat at the same time. But what about the rest of the general public? What happens if you're listening to this podcast and you're someone who is you know, looking to lose a little bit of weight, you've just started, you know, you've been going to the gym for a little while and you're trying to aim to still, you know, feel a bit stronger, put on a little bit of lean muscle, but you're still looking to lose a little bit of fat, body fat as well. Is that person there, if that is you, are they able to do the two at the same time? Now, I'm going to say this as a, as a long-term answer. Yes, you can lose body fat and gain lean muscle at the same time. But here's the caveat. You should be, over the course of an entire year, if you were my client over the entire year, I'm not going to put you in a deficit for the entire year and ask you just to try and be in a deficit the entire year. What I'm going to do is I'm going to cycle you through different phases, but some of the time through that year, you'll be looking to be more around the calorie maintenance phase. So I'm going to put, bring your calories back up to about a maintenance level, and we're really going to lean heavy on your strength training and that really push you to try and build as much strength as you can. We're going to try and lay as much lean muscle during that time as we can. And then we're going to shift into phases where we're in a calorie deficit. We're still going to try and be as strong as we can. We're still going to try and lift as much as you can in the gym and really keep that strength training going. But at those times when you're in a calorie deficit, that's when we're going to be aiming to lose a little bit, of, little bit of body fat. And then we're going to shift back into a maintenance phase. Now, for most females, and I saw some really interesting um, research that I'm pretty sure it was Martin McDonald that put it up. It may have been Lane Norton. I'm not 100% sure. I can't re remember off the top of my head. But it was one of those two guys that showed some research that suggested that for females especially, for males, it's different because we have a, a completely different hormonal makeup that allows us to lay uh, muscle mass quite readily without putting on as much um, body fat when we're in a surplus type calories. But for females, it was actually more advantageous for the females to be in a maintenance calorie phase when trying to put on some lean muscle mass because what it did is it negated the body fat gain as well. When they put women into a surplus, even a, um, a quite a conservative um, surplus, they found that more body fat was being put on and less lean muscle mass as a proportion or ratio to each other. So yes, the group who were in a surplus did put on a little bit more lean muscle mass, but it wasn't significantly more than the group that were just in a calorie maintenance phase. But the calorie surplus group put on more body fat which then obviously made it more difficult to then come back into a calorie deficit phase where they then had to lose that uh, body fat. Whereas the people who are in the maintenance phase barely put on any body fat. And so they were in a much better place to be shifting into a muscle building phase and back into a calorie deficit phase. And so again, just to answer the question in a roundabout way, yes, you can, but you're going to do it over a long period of time. Now, to say in the one moment of, okay, Jody, in this moment, you're in a calorie deficit. This particular day, you're in a calorie deficit. You're not going to be gaining muscle and losing body fat at the exact same time. But if we look at your program as a total over a six-month period, a 12-month period, or even if it's a 10-week period, and we're going through different phases where there might be a day where that you're up around calorie maintenance, there might be a day that you're down a calorie deficit and you're shifting up and down, whether that's day to day, week to week, month to month, there's going to be times where you are 
building more lean muscle than you're degrading. And there's times where you're going to be losing more body fat than you're putting on. And the grand total then sees you building lean muscle and losing fat at the same time. Now, the other thing that I want to really say here is that trying to do the same thing, uh, sorry, the two things at the same time is a very, very slow way about going about it. For most people that come to me and say, Adam, I'm looking to get stronger. I want to put on, uh, you know, put on a little bit of lean muscle and feel strong and feel athletic and you know, have that muscle definition that you know, most people who will come to me and say, you know, this is who I'm thinking about. And normally they're quite an athletic um, physique and they want to look athletic and they use the word toned. Toned is not the word you should ever use. Muscles aren't toned. When you say toned, what you mean by it is you want to see less body fat surrounding the muscles so you've got more definition of your muscles. So you say, I want more definition. I want to be more athletic. That's how you would say it, not toned. So if you're hearing this, please stop using the word toned. Toned is not the word to use. It's like saying, I don't know, I don't know what the analogy would be, but it's completely wrong. So just I'm trying to um, say, please stop using it because it's wrong. But that all aside, when people come to me and say that, is that what we're trying to do is obviously put on that lean muscle and lose body fat. You might then say to me, okay, Adam, if it's going to be a really slow process and you're suggesting that I should choose one or the other, what should I do first then? For most people, just because it happens quicker, body fat loss would be the thing that I would lean on first. So if you're listening to this and you're even debating whether, you know, what should I do first? 99% of the time, it's probably you should be looking at fat loss. You know, if you came to me and you're an athletic person, you know, you're a triathlete or you're an Olympian or whatever it might be, the question's probably going to lean, lean me towards answering, we should probably put on some um, lean body mass for you because it's going to be very advantageous for you to have that extra lean muscle mass and we're not going to have to worry too much about um, too much fat gain in that particular population. But for most people asking the question, Adam, which way should I go first? It's most likely going to be body fat. Again, because it happens a lot quicker. Now, I know I'm always saying that you've got to be patient. It's day after day after day. Hit repeat on calorie deficit. Hit your protein. Get your sleep in. Do your strength training. You hear me say that all the time and that you should be aiming for around about 300 grams to 500 grams of body fat loss per week over the long, long period of time. Now, a lot of people say, gee, that's so slow. I, I want to go faster. I want to go faster. Yes, it's slow, but trying to gain muscle is exponentially slower. Now, while I could have someone, as a, again, as a complete beginner, you might drop four, five kilos within the first month if you're really strict and you're really getting your exercise and you're hitting those that calorie deficit, you're really nailing everything. You might see in that first month. Now, it might not be body fat that you're losing, but you might see the scale drop five or six kilos in that first month, especially if you've got the weight to lose. And you go, wow, and it kind of really motivates and you get that momentum going. You want to do more and you want, this is great. This has been a first, you know, great first month. Whereas if we flip the coin and I say, okay, we're going to go into a, a muscle building phase, you could maybe at best, if you're untrained, never seen a gym before and you're just getting into training, you might see one kilo of lean muscle mass put on in the first month. So that's 12 kilos over an entire year. So it's really, really, really slow. And, and I'm being really generous with that. For an experienced lifter, you would be lucky to put on 
half a kilo in a month. Lucky. It might be kind of two, 300 grams of kind of good quality lean muscle. If you've been in the gym for years, you know, if you can kind of gain yourself two to three kilos over the entire year, if you're very experienced, then you're doing really, really well. Again, I'm talking about natural. If you're using steroids and things like that, then you obviously you can do much more than that. But for the general population who are just starting out, might have been going for the gym for a while, you're now saying, yeah, I want to really kind of ramp up my lean muscle. I want to get stronger. I want to feel more athletic. I want to feel more defined. And I also want to lose a little bit of body fat. You know, which way should I go? Get into a really slight calorie deficit. Hit the gym big. Get your protein in and nail that, and you will see that body fat percent come off, you will start to gain strength, and you'll prime yourself, that when you then, and then I guess the follow-up question would be, okay, well, how long do I stay in that deficit for before I then switch it on? You keep going until you feel that you're at, at, at a leanness and at a body shape that you're happy with, and only you can answer that. And so wherever that might be, that's when you would then drift yourself back up into a calorie maintenance phase, and at that point, you would then really go big in the gym. Now, you'll have more energy. You'll feel better because of those extra calories. So you'll probably have that extra energy to go really hard in the gym. When you're in a calorie deficit, it's hard. It's hard to recover. You don't sleep as well. You don't have that energy that's in the body because you're in a calorie deficit. Your body needs more energy, but you need it to be in a deficit to be able to lose that body fat. And so when you add those calories back in and bring yourself back up into calorie uh maintenance phase you've got that extra calories you will recover better you will sleep better you'll feel more energized within all of your training so go for it if you've got that energy really push yourself ask your body to lift more do more reps have less rep uh, rest periods so really go big when you've got that energy to go big in the gym and really lean on those muscles to actually start forcing them and asking them to get bigger and the only way you're going to force them to get bigger is by lifting heavier weights you know this idea of kind of um you know trying to be more athletic and trying to look lean by doing huge amounts of reps on a very low weight is absolute horseshit whoever if you've got a trainer that's giving you high rep ranges and saying you know let's use light weights and high rep ranges because that'll help you make make you lean fire your trainer and find someone else, um, else right away. The, ain't, the, the only way to build lean muscle is to activate that muscle. And the only way to activate that muscle is ask it to do a weight that it's never done before. Now, I'm not saying you have to be able to progress every single week, but there's, especially in the beginning phases, if you're just starting out um, with weight training, there's no reason why you can't see a progress happen almost every week for the first couple of months. You know, if you're on your deadlift and you start at 10 kilos, you might then go to 12 kilos the next week. It's 15 kilos a week after that. It's 20 kilos a week after that. 22, 25, 30, and it just keeps going up from there. Same thing, you might start doing bench presses. You might be doing shoulder presses. You might be doing a back squat, lunges. Don't just keep doing rep after rep after rep and expect that you're going to continue to see progress. You'll see progress in the beginning, but you have to keep progressively overloading yourself to ask your body to do more than it did last time. That's a really important point. And so that kind of really wraps up the podcast today. And I hope that in that, I've not only answered the question for you, can you lose body fat and gain muscle at the same time? The overriding answer to that is yes. And then I've hopefully answered, well, depending on who you are and what the general popul or what population you are, 
how you can go about that. And then just to kind of wrap everything up in a neat little bow, if you're looking to do both, I'd highly recommend shifting in and out of a calorie deficit phase and a calorie maintenance phase instead of trying to be around, trying to do the same thing, you know, um, in, in regards to lean muscle and body fat at the same time. Go into a phase where you're trying to lose body fat, but really trying to maintain as much strength as you can and then lift those calories back up and really lean onto the strength training and push that um, envelope to try and get as strong as you can. And so kind of wraps it all up. I really hope that's been a great podcast for you and I hope you've enjoyed it. As always, guys, do let me know if you have enjoyed it. If you've got any follow-up questions, of course, you can always email me or DM me over on Instagram. All of those details are in the show notes. Uh, next week, I think we've got a really interesting one. I've got a client of mine who is actually in the food tasting, um, food psychology kind of world. I'm not exactly sure how she would describe it, but she'll obviously tell you more about it um, next week. I think it's going to be a fascinating one. And basically, they design flavor profiles and they do that based on how people react to certain tastes and things like that. And I think it's going to be fascinating um, chat. So look out for that one. But guys, that's been another episode of the Let's Talk Fast podcast. I hope you're all well. I hope you enjoyed it. Give us a five-star rating if you did and a quick little review because it would mean the world to me. But I'll speak to you next week. Love you all. Bye.